What is a summertime patriot? Y'all heard me use this term many times. A summertime patriot is someone who is willing to stand up for what's right and willing to take pride in their nation and stand for the rights and liberties and freedoms that we were granted just because we were born here. When it's easy. When it's popular. When it's fun. When it's cool. There are people that talk a good talk, but they do not walk a walk. When shit gets hard, they run. When it's time to make that hard call and say that hard thing. Well, it's don't rock a boat, don't cause drama. Well, surely it can't be that bad. Well, come on. They'll be better than that, won't they? And they sit there and they do nothing. And we've all been guilty of it for far too long. It's how we got to this particular part. Wake up! These are the times the dry man's souls, the summer soldier and the sunshine patriot, will in this time of crisis shrink from the service of his country. But he that stands by deserves the love and thanks of men and women. Tyranny, like hell, is not easily conquered. Yet we have this consolation with us, that the harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. What obtained too cheap, we esteem too lightly. It is dearness only that gives everything its value. We seek fellow winter soldiers, because unlike the sunshine patriots, we stand by our country. Through thick and thin, doing whatever it takes to serve it, including exposing the crimes of those in government, in order to steer it back to the right track. Let it be told that in the depth of winter, when nothing but hope and virtue could survive, that the city and the country, alarmed at one common danger, came forth to meet and to repulse it. The term winter soldier is contrast of the summer patriot, who deserted at Valley Ford because things got hard. We were drawing the blood red line, have to be the winter soldiers now. We could be quiet. We could comply and live peaceful lives, but we feel because of what threatens this country, the medical tyranny, the silencing of dissenting voices, not from foreign nations, but our own government, it is why we must speak and stand. Remember the final line of the declaration that we mutually pledged each other, our lives, our fortunes, and our secret honor. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. It must be fought for, protected, for if trouble must come, let it come in our time, so that our children can live. Hello, welcome to another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. I'm Odin. This is Tim. And today we're going to talk about (gasps) masculinity. Oh my God, that's a dirty word. Yes, I know. And I don't. I don't delineate between toxic and regular masculinity because right now the cuckolds that run our society would say any masculinity is toxic. So uh, let's talk about why. Let's talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I'm used to me being pure jackass with that line right there. Hats off to you, Pops. Hats off to you. (laughs) Holy shit. I'm just saying. uh, (laughs) You're not wrong. At this point, it's time to stop. You know, people are going to hate us no matter what we say. Google is censoring our stuff. YouTube is censoring our stuff. So, fuck it. I might as well go full send and see if I can get this bitch banned by the end of the week. All right. So. Fuck it. We'll just start a new one. Right. So, uh, anyhow. Um, 
let's talk about what happens to a society when you remove men. And it's been happening. We get to see it in real time. It's not an exper. It's not a thought experiment anymore. No. You know, it started with the. Uh, you know, it started with the whole. Um, let's make dad an idiot. Right. In, in media, it started there. Right. In society, it started with uh, the the black families. Unfortunately, when it's here and incentivized the. Uh, the father to leave the home, you know, before that time, uh, before they started to incentivize the uh, uh, women to have children out of wedlock in the black community, the black families in terms of percentage of income was equivalent to blacks during that time or to whites during that time. Uh, they were very successful. Uh, because the nuclear family fucking works. That's why it existed for thousands of years prior to, you know, oh, modernity. we can do better. Yeah. Modernity. Yeah. Tradition will always beat modernity when put in a fair head-to-head contest. So, then they decided in TV and movies to see and make the, the father the idiot. Gone were the days with the strong father knows best mentality, the leave it to Beaver Ward Cleaver, right? Uh, it started with uh, uh, Archie Bunker, right? He was the grumpy one, but he was smart. He was sassy, but that caused a division. He talked down to the wife, right? Gone were the days of the husband and wife team. Yeah, I guess technically you could say it started, you know, with the whole. Uh, 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 Lucille Ball, right? Because she was a rampant feminist, right? Where, you know, it was what you can get in on the husband. And then the husband... This doesn't happen very often, but who? I I love love Lucy. Lucille Ball is her name. Uh, Okay, okay, never mind. Now now I remember who you're talking about. (laughs) Sorry, I had to go back in the history books and figure that one out. So it started with the husband was a moron, right? And and they would sit here. They they worked plans to get around, and then the husband would come and and clean it all up, and they would make a make up. And then you start to get stuff like the Al Bundy, where you got the the father who went out and worked hard, didn't respect his wife, didn't like his kids, right? And nobody respected him. It was the lack of respect. Now you have fathers like. Homer Simpson, who's a total moron. You have fathers, you know, any sitcom today, the man has no respect or authority or honor in his own home. Anything in a sitcom, anything that they can do to destroy it. They sit here and they try to tell you that you should be weak, that it's okay to cry. And I'm not talking about hitting your hand with a hammer. To sit here and talk about your emotional state. I think the Boondock Saints in Boondock Saints 2, when they have the Rocco dream, they don't want you to do nothing. Don't smoke. Don't drink. Don't drive fast. They sit here, this this uh, yeah, this hippie generation, talk about your feelings bullshit. Why don't men talk about their feelings? Because it's none of your fucking business. And not only that, let me say something else on a on a more serious note, because it is Mental Health Awareness Month, because nobody gives a goddamn what a man's going through. Let's be honest about that. Oh, 
oh, I played those sounds for my son because he came across some of them and he broke down in tears because he finally started to understand what it meant to be a man. Nobody gives a damn what we go through. Yeah, I started with the Chris Rock. The only three things in the world that get unconditional love are women, children, and dogs. A man is only worth something if he can if he can provide what he's worth through the relationship. Nobody cares what a man thinks. If you sit here in the relation and you're not happy in a relationship, that's your problem. But if she's not happy in the relationship, that's your problem too. You know, it's we sit here and we go after people who have the toxic uh men's right activists that push it too far. But but on the same note, we've also said that we don't blame them in a lot of regards. Right. It is totally understandable. And women and women and men are built differently. Men don't care that you don't love us unconditionally. We care that you respect us. A man can be in a loveless marriage as long as he's respected. A woman cannot be in a loveless marriage because they are ruled by their emotions. And they try to get men to be ruled by their emotions too. And you end up with a generation of absolutely pussified keyboard warriors talking shit, being toxic as fuck. Because these men are all in their feelings and have never gotten jacked in the jaw for fucking up. And they know... That if they sit here and they go on TikTok or other social media and they cry and talk about their feelings, they'll get more likes and views by their female followers. They'll get more female followers because they're being vulnerable. That's what a man wants. That's what women want. No, that is not what women want. Women have been deceived to believe that they want somebody who will be their equal, who will be their partner. And that is biblically true. But let me explain something to you. Here's the harsh reality. Women don't want the pansy. In today's society where everything is safe, you can have the cuckold. You can have the bitch. You can have the pussy. But you cannot... In a real world scenario where shit gets real, have any of those three. It is at that point you need the fucking monster. Who has learned to control himself. What's that quote? You know, you uh, need not fear the wrath of a good man, for good men have too many rules. No, good men don't, good men need, don't rules. need rules. Yep. And now is not the time to figure out why I have so many. That's the person I trust. You want somebody who has learned to become a monster, who has learned to control the, that has learned to control the area of violence around them. The person who understands that sometimes you have to do hard shit, that sometimes you have to turn off that fucking switch and do the fucking work. But we live in a society that is safe. We live in a society where if if we sit down and talk about our emotions, everything will be fine because we have that line of civility. When that line of civility has come, 
is gone, you're screwed. I'm going to say something. And some people are going to get real pissed off at me for saying this. And I don't fucking care. It's time for Professor Fuck Your Feels for a second. If we had not neutered our men, we wouldn't have had what happened earlier today in Texas. Fair. Because when I was growing up, when I was in high school, there was a local, you know, I'm not going to say where, but my local high school, there was someone who decided that they were going to make a threat towards the school. The teachers and all of us went out to our trucks, went out to our cars, got our rifles, and we sat and waited. You wouldn't be able to pull this off in a generation of men. Because someone would have shot that bastard before he got too much further in. Well, but what we've done is we've raised a bunch of weak people that depend on others instead of getting shit handled. Well, we have pussified every segment of the of the male culture, starting in the military, even (laughs) even the shit, even the shit that didn't need to be pussified. For example, we sit here and we took let's take. The one, you know, the one condition that's fucking popular for everybody to have. And no, I'm not talking about LGBTQ or autism because apparently everybody falls in that category. Oh, you no. mean PTSD? Yeah, I'm talking about PTSD. Shell shock. In World War One, it was shell shock. In World War Two, it was battle fatigue. And it has, every generation, it has gotten more and more sterilized. Clinical. It has become softer in its terms. And now we live in a society where if you sit here and see a car wreck, you can claim PTSD. Where if somebody says words you don't like, you can claim PTSD. We live in a society here. I'm going to tell you a story. When I was in the VA hospital, uh, recovering, uh, getting training after I lost my vision, right? After I lost my eyes, right? I sit here and I got to meet an individual who was suffering from PTSD. This individual was telling me horror stories of people with PTSD. There was a woman in his unit who was driving a truck. Two and a half miles away, there was an IED that went off. She didn't see the bodies. She didn't feel the explosion. She simply knew that there was an IED explosion two and a half miles and she broke down and claimed PTSD. She got out with a 70% rating because she heard a bomb go off two and a half miles away. This is what happens when you sit here and you pussify an entire generation starting with your military. When I was in the military... Right now, granted, that's 20 years ago now. Fuck. When I got out of the military, uh, yeah, uh, one of our mottos was, you know, we we uh, kill people and break other people's shit. Okay. You can't say that no more. You can't say that no more. My favorite one and one that was given to me by my captain says, you, sir, have created more international incidents before 9 a.m. than most people do all month. 
Nice. Kind of proud of that fact, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so so we're talking about how bad masculinity is. What happens if we don't? Okay, here's what ha- here's what happens now that masculinity has been removed. Effectively, you have neutered your population. When twenty percent of Americans now claim to be some form of LGBTQ plus alphabet mafia bullshit, right? When 20% of the population claims to be that, you're effectively breeding yourself out of existence, but we won't go there, right? What happens is you have people who are all about their feelings and all about their emotions, and you have shit like you're losing your goddamn country because you refuse to take a fucking stand. Men. Now, I'm not putting down female patriots. Please don't think that. But men. This is your God-given role to be the fucking defender. You, if you don't believe in God, fine. It goes against your rules of fucking evolution. It is inbred in your fucking DNA. Stop eating soy, eat some fucking raw red meat, and go fucking take over a country. Preferably yours, because you're about to fucking lose it. About to. Um, I'm going to be honest with everything that I was reading over the last several days. We already have at this point. It's just regaining it. That is something I never need to see again. Y'all won't understand this, but he's drinking Mountain Dew, which means he's it's it's green. And he's got the green screen, so there's just a hole in his face. <laughs> Orb of annihilation. But I, yes. it, it's reached a point where it, there is no reconciliation. There is no repair. They, they cry to you. They tell you, we're losing our country. They cry to you. They appeal to your emotions. And you submit. And you accept what's happening. It doesn't affect me and my family. I'll be strong when it comes to my family. I'll be strong when the time happens. I have said it multiple times. Persecution and tribulation does not build character. It fucking reveals it. If you're a bitch now, you're going to be a bigger bitch then. If you are feminized now, you will be the camp man whore. Standing at the temples of whatever evil gods they fucking erect, and you'll be the you'll be the priestly whore. Now he said it from a Christian perspective. Let me say it from another. Even if you don't believe God, if you believe in almost any pagan religion, your job is to be the warrior, to be the protector, to be the defender. To be the fighter. And if that, you ignore that's that now. Christian perspective too. Well yeah but I, I'm wanting to approach it a different way. The other thing is. On the flip side of that. If you're just going to sit back now. And here's where the Christian side's going to get mad at me. Go ahead and stick a knife in your gut. And get it over with. Because you're not going wherever you think. 
There's only one place for people who fold in the face of adversity. Look, look, I'm I'm going to take some exception to that. Just so you know, it is only the pussified Christian church that believes that. The traditional view of Christianity, Jesus Christ laid himself down as a lamb, does not mean that we are to do the same type of thing. When Jesus comes back, he's a fucking warrior. That is who we're supposed to emulate. Well, the, the the statement that was me telling him to stick a knife in their belly and get it over with. Oh, I, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> that was the part I thought people get mad at. No, I mean, like old school Christianity, uh, real Christianity. I mean, the Bible talks about strapping on armor. And all I see is a bunch of people if you, putting themselves in a goddamn hamster ball. If you do not have a sword, sell your fucking clothes and buy one. Hello? Hey, hey, hey. That's my that's my home self-defense. Hey, it, that, my my mother was like, because she uh she she every time she comes up to the house, she has learned to knock on the door or call me if it's early in the morning. Because I've answered the door one too many times with a shotgun and no pants on. And she goes, like, why do you sleep naked? I was like, can you imagine being a robber? And some fat man opens the door and he's sitting there with a shotgun in one hand and a hatchet in the other going, what do you want? <laughs> Six foot, just imagine. This is what will happen if somebody breaks into my house. Six foot two, naked, standing at the top of the stairs, <laughs> holding a fucking broadsword and a Glock. <laughs> And a fucking berserker bear head on the top of my head. Bring it, bitch. I have a fucking kabuski mask. Don't give me more than 30 seconds to prepare. Opens the door, takes one look, and go, got the wrong house, bro. Shuts the door, walks away. <laughs> hey, that would only be matched for the fact that I'm pretty for sure Arson would be there with some sort of flammable object in the panda head. No, he'd be the one saying, go, Alexa. Activate as and the Let lights the go red. The, floor, the, <laughs> the lights go red, and all you hear is <laughs> rip and tear until it is done. I think the only thing scarier is if instead of a broadsword, is a fucking six foot long dildo. Hello, <laughs> we gotta test this out. It's a weapon of ass destruction. Freya's fucking organ rearranger oh. nine thousand. That's an image I did not need back in my brain. <laughs> what happened though? Like you suddenly realize that every time, you know, while it's easy right now, nobody wants us toxic masculine men. But the second shit gets out of hand, the second it gets uncomfortable or dangerous, everyone's looking for that toxic jackass they were just making fun of. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I'm used to it. I've been a fucking prepper for 20 years. Right. I've been a conspiracy theorist leaving longer than that. Trust Speaking me, I'm conspiracy. You. What? Speaking of conspiracy, you broke my brain the other night. With which one? I know I was three sheets to the wind drinking moonshine for the first time in a long time, but you said that tinfoil is no longer made out of tin, it's made out of aluminum. So instead of blocking radio waves, it enhances it. Yes. Like, wait, what? <laughs> yes. That's why I went and I looked it up. Fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, but what happened? We have we have men wearing skirts while claiming to be masculine, and I'm I'm like I, I don't I don't understand like where did we go wrong? 
Like our ancestors are probably like, Mulligan. Somebody we need a we need a Mulligan. We went wrong somewhere. No, my my favorite meme right now is uh, men can have abortions and get pregnant. It's got a picture of God going, "No, I get the boat." <laughs> no, 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 no. I speak for everyone. Just, just go ahead. No boat. Just just wash it. Reset. So, so uh, since we're talking about the destruction of the earth, ooh, yay! All right, May thirtieth through thirty first. There's a specific type of uh, comet flying by the Earth. It uh, just happened to break apart, and we haven't quite predicted the different fragments yet. Their path. So we know that they're following behind, but we have to pass through the stream. So that should be interesting. Um, we have a what whole host. What do I have Haley's comment going through my brain? The song <laughs> I just saw Haley's think comment. Of, think of Comet Hail Bob when it broke apart and hit Jupiter all those multiple times. The right Reverend Chum Jones says it's time to break out the flavor aid. Not Kool-Aid, right? Right. Flavor aid. So, ready for more? Sure. This all happens because men refuse to take a fucking stand. We refuse to kill the villain because we want to paint ourselves as civil people. Sometimes you need to rip the head off your enemy and drink from his fucking skull. You know the problem with heroes? Eventually we become the villains. Oh no! I, actually, this is is it a little darker than that. What? The problem with heroes is they are the result of having wasted your time not taking a stand, letting shit get bad, and hero is the one that has to come in and clean the shit up. Actually, the sad part is is that for the hero that acts too soon, the hero that is too loud and too boisterous, they are the fucking villain. In other people's stories. We are the evil zealots. We are the ones who are calling for civil war, civil war, civil war. When we're not calling for civil war, we're warning of civil war. We're telling people to prepare because shit's about to get real. So let's talk about shit that's about to get real. A study came out yesterday that said that there are 10 weeks worth of wheat left in the world. <laughs> I don't know if you understand what that means, audience. There are places in this planet, on this planet, that 80% of their food is about to go bye-bye in 10 weeks. Everywhere. And trust me, you think shit is expensive now? Wait until the companies and countries are fighting you don't think they're gonna fight look at fucking sri lanka right now mm. sri lanka is burning itself you have police officers and government officials that are willy-nilly tossing tables of food so that other people can't get it you have the politicians who are living in mansions that are now getting lit on fire and they're probably a week away from eating those same politicians, just saying. Well, all we need now is for some, you know, French whore to say, let them eat cake. I mean, queen. <laughs> well, now Bangladesh is headed the same way. 
Now you you sent is that what the video you sent me earlier was where they were flipping over the carts? Yeah. Like okay, wait. How, how come they're flipping over the carts if the if there's no food? Why would you fucking destroy the food you have? Because they're the government and they're here to help. I don't want to live on this planet anymore. But wait, there's more. There's always more. All right. There was a report that came out today. Today, May 24th, Mama Bear's birthday. Oh, today's her birthday? Yes. Happy birthday, Mama Bear. I apologize. Don't don't hurt me. <laughs> today, they came out and said that there are 13 days worth of diesel fuel in the United States for the East Coast right now. 13 motherfucking days. Here is my recommendation, people. Listen to me and listen to me now. Every single fucking time you go out and drive somewhere, find your local gas station, the closest to your house, and fill up. Because there is a chance, a very, very good fucking chance, that there won't be fuel there in 14 days. We are nine meals away from the loss of a civilization in the United States. Nine meals. Three days. That's how much uh, uh, everything is based off of in the grocery stores right now. Everything is based off of point of purchase. Which means you go into a grocery store, you buy a can of beans, it gets subtracted from the inventory. That inventory then gets sent to the warehouse. Hey, on the next shipment, send in another one. They're told the people that supply it to the warehouse say, hey, we just had somebody take one out. On and on and on it goes to the guy who's growing the food. Well, guess what? We're already predicting a 40% shortage on food grown in the United States because of a lack of fertilizer. That is everything. That is if everything goes perfect. I don't think there's going to be a November 2022 election. Hmm. They're laying the groundwork. Monkeypox. They're already saying quarantine for 21 days. They're saying that it spreads. That Biden said that there should be one third of the population that wears a mask. They're in Davos rubbing your fucking face into it. Davos, the World Economic Forum, that is going probably going to be the topic on Friday so that I can play all of the videos and you'll understand and see the evil in these people's eyes. Because I hate to tell you this, that uh, we have already been hit with big tech censorship. You want to tell them? I'm going to tell them. Go ahead. We sit here and we did a fun episode, right, where we talked and all we did was bullshit, right? We got hit with an ESG violation through our identity theft protection. It had sensed it through YouTube and Google, had already sensed it and hit Norton LifeLock, right, with, and we were given a warning. We First, we were giving a strike on YouTube, then given a strike on Google, and then <coughs> LifeLock reached out to contact us and say, hey, just so you know, there was a 
guidelines violation on your social media platform. It's a good thing it's not hooked up to my TikTok. Yeah. And 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 what what was it? It was uh it was what was the violation? Well, when you go and you peel it back, we right? were cussing. There were 14 violations. Holy one shit. of them, one of them was uh, a music copyright, but that is not what no that is not what flagged LifeLock and had to send the alerts. That was not it. I'm not going to say the words because we've already had two episodes go down on Google Podcasts. So I'm trying not to. I mean, I don't mind can burning you, it down, but huh? Can you can you type it in the private chat so I can see which one? Because I forgot. <laughs> I need to remember which words I'm not supposed to say. Oh no, no, it's not saying. It was ones that showed up in our comments when people asked questions. Oh. They flagged the comments on a live. They, well, not to mention the the uh, Kipper incident, and you know the, those also hit right. But it was certain topics that we talked about, like ESG, and I don't give a fuck. I'm going to keep saying it. You people need to understand how serious this is. ESG is what they said. Oh, it'll never be used against people. Yet the opening day of the World Economic Forum, Bank of America announces you can now go on their website and find your personal ESG score. Not personal, huh? Yeah, anytime a government entity or anyone makes a, a comment like, oh, it'll never be. I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, I give it 48 hours. So, hold on. Let me let me find the other news. Hungary has decided that it is going to go into wartime status. Oh, that's just fucking wonderful. Uh, wait, hold on. The Lithuanian government is planning in and talking to request the allied nations, including the United States, Britain, France, Turkey, to launch a naval operation to retake Ukrainian coastal ports in the Black Sea. This will allow international food exports to continue unimpeded. Chinese and Russian planes are buzzing the Japan Forum where Biden is currently at because they know he ain't got no balls. Lack of masculinity. <coughs> Japan scrambles their own jets, but it was already too late because Russia and China already fucking buzzed them. But wait, there's more. <laughs> a judge, a federal judge, has said that people who supported January 6th or voted to not approve the vote, 143 candidates running, right? Right. Can be blocked from 
the ballot. How the fuck they figure? It just came out today. They can be blocked from running in the state. In whatever state. Using Amendment 14, Section 3. (laughs) Which means... Which means you no longer have the ability to disagree with the federal government on anything. Right now, it's tied specifically to January 6th. However, as we know, freedoms never grow and expand. They always tighten and get smaller. Right? So, Hey, but no mean tweets, right? So, the freedoms get smaller, which means they say, okay, it's January 6th now. Then it's the vote. Then it's if you question the 2020 election. Then if if you're not vaccinated. And then if you're white. And then if you're Christian. It is a slippery slope that we are traveling down. And unfortunately, this only ends in one way. At this point, there can be no reconciliation. And you're fucking foolish if you believe that there can be. At this point, if you believe in peace... Peace, peace at any cost. You are exactly what Ronald Reagan was warning about when he said, I've heard terms like better red than dead. I've heard terms that peace at any price. And what is that price? Not only is it your country, but it's your fucking soul. You give up, you give up your agency in the effort to maintain peace. You have given up your soul. You have no more value as a human being. And I know that sounds cruel, but if you're willing to acquiesce to any request that somebody gives you, yes, yes, I, 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 pulled, I pulled a fucking Johnny Depp. If you acquiesce to any request <coughs> that's given to you and you, you are an appeasement person where you give up anything for peace, That you give up anything to stand for what is right. If you're willing to sell your soul to the devil. So that you can sit here and and go along to get along. You are the fucking problem with this country. No argument for me. If you sit here and you are willing to give up on your morals. I just want you to know, if you wanted to know, to all of you people who are are peace, peace at any price, or I just need to find my peace, so I'm going to try and get along with everybody, you're not going to like this next statement. Ready? I'm going to If you wanted to know if you would turn in the Jews to the Nazis, you have your fucking answer. You're willing to turn on people simply because people are mean to you and you want you want peace. Of course, you're going to fucking turn over the Jew. If you want to know, if you're a Christian, if you want to know if when the time of persecution comes and they say, we're going to cut off your head, if you don't deny Christ and you worry about if you will or will not, now you know. Because it doesn't get easier than this. 
It doesn't. Right now, you live in a society where you're free to express your opinion. And if you're willing to bitch out right now, when shit gets hard, you're not going to get stronger. No. You're not suddenly going to find strength you didn't know you had. If you believe right now that you can be in appeasement and then when it comes time for your eternal soul that all of a sudden you'll be stronger, no. No, you won't. Would you have turned in Anne Frank? Yes. Yes, you would have. Could you have been a Corey Tenbaum? No. No, you could not have. Could you have been a Harriet Tubman? No. But no, that that's fine. By all means, please, please scream appeasement from the top because those of us who refuse to budge, refuse to yield, and refuse to give up our fucking principles... We understand now when we can and cannot count on you. When things are easy, you have answered the question. If you were a summertime or a winter, and you are a summertime, you can hate us. It was the quote that I had used for I don't know how long that says, if you wanted to know that a patriot is always hated, when times are good. A patriot, someone who speaks the truth. As a matter of fact, prophets from the Bible. Now, I'm not calling us a prophet. But prophets of the Bible, when society was doing well, hated them. Because they called out the sin in the nation's eyes. They called out when you were fucking up. But because times were good, you hated the prophet. And now, once society starts to crumble and you've been enslaved and you've lost your freedom, then you listen to the prophet and go, we were so wrong. We were so wrong. And the prophet can do nothing but you made your bed, now fucking lay in it. You sit here and you want to you wanna be, you know, flippy, floppy, wishy-washy, whatever you want to call it, right? And And before... <laughs> before you uh, people on TikTok listen to our podcast and, and want to bitch and think it's about you, we don't fucking care. Just just so you know. This, this podcast is not directed at you. This podcast is directed to the people that are on important shit. People that are marching in the street or staying fucking home. If the shoe fits, lace that bitch up. I'd hate for you to lose it. I mean, mine's not focused. The things I've said aren't focused on TikTok. At this point, I'm just well, posting. I said anybody in general. <laughs> right, but I'm just posting on TikTok. I'm just posting shit to wake people up. At this point, I have warned you. I have tried to prepare you. I'm not trying to wake up any more people. I will leave posts. I will leave TikToks. That you can come across and you can understand what we were talking about. Because there will come a time where you won't be available and you won't be able to stand anymore. If you're not going to buck the system when it's fucking built for that shit. And you're going to wait till it gets hard. You're going to fail 10 times out of 10. If yeah. you refuse to embrace the warrior the warrior mentality when it comes to your convictions where there is no surrender 
Then, uh, <coughs> I hate to tell you this, in the time of battle, you're in trouble. So, again, for you Christians, I want you to look at the armor of God that we're supposed to equip. Guess what it ain't got? A back. Because you were never supposed to turn, and you're never supposed to surrender ground. And yet, <coughs> we hear, and go along to get along. We hear, oh, you know, you're just, you're just too toxic and masculine. Um, you know, you just, maybe not masculine. I know, I don't know many people that use it in a fucking sentence unless it's derogatory, right? Mm -hmm. It's toxic masculinity, right? Or, uh, you know, you're, you're so aggressive. Why, why don't you just sit here and, and admit that you have emotions? I do. But uh, here, uh, for, for you Christians, uh, the, the Bible tells us that the heart is the most wicked of things. That we're not supposed to trust our emotions. And yet we live in a society where we fucking want to base every goddamn decision on them. Where it used to be, fuck your feelings, I want facts. Now it's fuck your facts, this is how I feel. Yeah. We, you know, Christians, uh, there is no back. There is no giving up. Ephesians. 511, what business does light have with darkness? Why are you trying to make peace with the darkness? Oh, but Odin, Odin, shame, shame. How dare you call people dark? How, how dare you call people evil? Evil fucking exists. Hell is empty. All of the demons are here. Once you understand that evil is a real fucking thing, that there is a good and a light side to the universe, that these are universal fucking principles, everything else makes a lot more sense. When you realize that you have Carl Schwab, or Klaus Schwab, at the World Economic Forum... Telling the people in the room that they are fucking in charge of how the world is going to go in the next couple of years. Pay the fuck attention. You know, I got something to say about the people that are like, oh, you're just being mean or you're just being rude. No, you're just a bitch. Um, I, you know, the days of me sugarcoating anything or being nice to people or being considerate are over. I'm just going to call it as I see it. You had your chance. I gave, you know, me and Pops both have tried our best to be as gentle as we can sometimes, but fuck that. You're not going to listen to reason, then I'm not going to try to wake you up, but if you get steamrolled because you're in my fucking way, that's on you. That was your choice to remain asleep. Okay, here we go, Rainy. Let's, you know, we're fucking in almost an hour, let's talk TikTok fucking drama. If you don't like what I have to fucking say... Fucking scroll on. Block me. Because if I don't like what you're going to say or you're going to be a troll or fucking come after me, I'm going to block you. I'm not going to interact with you. I don't fucking care. You are not my responsibility. I don't give a fuck about you. There are people out there that need to hear a message. You want to attack the message? Fine. That's why we started a podcast in the first fucking place. Because I was shadow banded to non-existence. <laughs> <laughs> you started a new account and you're still shadow banned. <laughs> I had 35,000 people. Followers. Ah, uh, Papa Bear. 777. It wasn't even my main or my first account, right? That was, that was, 
the one that was shadow banned. 35,000 people that I would tag people in the videos and I would have one view. Or I would have videos in processing for months. As a matter of fact, I had eight videos still in processing when I deactivated that fucking account. I remember that. Eight. One of them was in processing for nine fucking months. Jesus. Now listen. I don't give a fuck if you don't like me. Scroll on. I don't give a fuck if you don't like Tear. I don't. I don't fucking care. Half the time, I have he doesn't message. even like me. Fair. <laughs> Half the time, I sit here and I'm there to leave a message. We had a little bit of fun last night. We did some videos back and forth that don't make a lot of sense. And I'll do that from time to time. But I'm not there to watch fucking content. I'm not there to fucking answer your questions or give a fuck if you're a troll or not. I will just block you. Because guess what? The message is not meant for you. If you hate me, guess what? The message is not made for you. I'm not leaving the fucking platform. I have a message to get out. Block me. Ban me. I will fucking come back. There's a little feature on TikTok that allows you to sit here and save or not save a message. I turned it uh, when when you make the video and it already puts the fucking little thing across. I turned that feature off. Why? Because I want to I know that they're going to take me down. Right now you're all focused on chum slash tier. Right now. But when he stops to fail at debate, what will always happen is that you will come to me and you will nitpick me. And I ain't fucking playing. Report my shit, I don't care. You know, funnily enough, and let me get petty for a second here on that. Uh, All right, go, go. Do I have a petty bitch sticker for you yet? I need to make no, but you need to do it with the fucking rainbow glitter and the the Care Bear one. (laughs) Initiate petty mode. Um, you you mentioned that we were having fun back and forth with one of our friends. You realize that I lost every single video. I I ended up winning the appeals for it. I lost every single video because these fucks wanted to get on there and report it because I won't respond to them because they're not shit on my shoe. So in case you all get this fucking twisted, let me, um, let me go ahead and spell it out for you. The lion does not care what the shrew thinks. And I am not a lion. I am a wolf, which means you will never see me in the fucking circus. So, with that being said, I want to address something that I heard, right, that apparently I threatened to throat punch one individual. No, if you come after my family, I will fucking throat punch you. And I don't give a fuck who you are. And that's not aimed at one specific person. Maybe you haven't figured it out yet. I love my wife, and like Steve Harvey says, I will kill all y'all motherfuckers. Understand that for her. My son is the same way. I will burn half the planet for one son and half the planet for the other son, because I got two. Fuck with me. Watch what happens. I don't care. I don't fucking care. The most dangerous man. Is he who wanted to just be left alone? Yep. 
And, and see, and that's the thing. Masculine men, true masculine men, true men. Like you said earlier, we have, we know and have a propensity for violence. We know when to get shit done. We know when to do the hard shit. But we have caged it. But some people have taken that patience as weakness. That reticence as a pass for attacking. And I made a comment once before in one of my more popular videos, I would reckon. There's only so many times you can poke the dog before the dog bites you. And at that point, you do not get to play the fucking victim. This dog plays for keeps. So I hope that answers everything. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. If not, you can catch my rosy red ass. Oh, wait, wait, watch, watch, watch. They're going to find part of the video, or they're going to find part of the audio. They're going to (laughs) clip out the parts they want. Yep. And then they're going to say, so here, let, let me, let me, let me make it easy for you. All right. For the next 30 seconds, I'm going to say all the shit that you wanted me to say. Ready? Here we go. Ready? I don't fucking like you. I hope that you get hit by a fucking bus. I don't give a fuck about you. And I'm going to, if you come for my family, I am going to throat punch you. And then probably much worse. Do you know why? Because murder carries 25 to life, but sexual assault only carries 10. Wait, we uh, there's a video about that. <laughs> Hold on. You missed your you missed the, the, the one line that I absolutely adore. Oh, the wait, wait. The one that caught me off guard when you said it. Okay. This one. I hope that when karma fucks you, you scream my name. There. There's your sound clip. Wait, wait. Hi. My name is Karma. (laughs) (laughs) As you can tell, this episode started out with a very good purpose, and then we just started to fuck around. So for those of you who aren't on TikTok, we appreciate you sticking around to listen to uh, two grumpy fuckers sit here and just talk about the shit that's on their minds. Uh, we love you. We appreciate all of the support that you guys have given us, uh, show up on Friday to our lives. I have a feeling we're going to have a lot of haters this time. And, uh, if you're the one creating the troll accounts, I hope your fucking balls explode. And with that, I'm, uh, Odin. (laughs) No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. He ain't got balls. (laughs) Don't, you're going to have to do something else. right? He won't. Oh, yeah. And, I, uh, <laughs> and uh, Rocky Mountain oysters are edible, even from Long Pig. And with that, I'm Odin. This is Tear. And we'll <laughs> see you another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. <laughs>